Dawn rises in Jonas's village. Everyone in the house still seems to be asleep, only the cats wandering casually about in the living room, probably looking to get into trouble. His parents are still in a deep sleep when... Suddenly, there's commotion. Jonas's mom and dad jump out of bed and go to the bathroom. After ten minutes, they're ready for the day. His father walks into his sister's bedroom, Alice, who is six years old. He approaches the young girl who's barely woken up. Get up, sweetie. It's 7 a.m. It's breakfast time. He kisses her tenderly and walks out of the bedroom. His mother, meanwhile, heads towards Jonas's room. When she enters, the room's still dark, she opens the window. Get up, big sleeper! However, when the window opens wide enough to let the daylight in, she realizes that Jonas was no longer in his bed. She quickly exits his room and yells down the hall, Jonas, where are you? A small voice is heard from downstairs. I'm in the kitchen, Mom, having my breakfast. His parents, still in the hallway, look at each other with surprise. They quickly go downstairs to join Jonas in the kitchen. His mother walks up to him, runs her hand through his hair, and kisses him on the cheek. What is going on this morning? You are already dressed and ready for the day. You even prepared your breakfast and almost finished your cereal. I didn't want to be late. This morning, a researcher specialized in genetics will come to school and talk about his work on DNA and rare disease. By the way, Mom, did you know that these diseases, which mainly affect children, have their origin in DNA mutations? It's just like superheroes. And there are over 7,000 different ones. It's crazy. You know, honey, there is DNA in your cereal, too. You know, if you could start by discovering this one and finishing your breakfast, says his father ironically. Jonas, who just turned 10, has always been curious and loves making discoveries. Whether if it's police investigation stories, treasure hunts, or even inventing things of all kinds with toys or crafts, skateboards, sails, engines, kites, or even more recently, a windmill bike. His parents don't always realize it, but it's often Alice who whispers her unusual creative ideas to her big brother. Thirty minutes later, the whole family is ready and it's time to go to school. Jonas and Alice are both enrolled at Marie Curie's K-12 school, named after the famous physicist. Their parents drop them off just in time before the bell rings in front of school. It's time! Jonas and Alice pass through the gate, running briskly to the playground to join their friends, just before entering the classroom. In Jonas's class, it's time for an exciting lesson, rather than the typically boring mental math lessons. Dr. Johnson will arrive shortly for an hour-long lesson. Luke, sitting just in front of Jonas, turns to him and whispers, You know, my dad says the new teacher will probably be an old man with glasses, balding, and wearing a white coat. I'm sure this class will be so boring. Say whatever you want, Luke, but I love this class, Jonas strikes back. Suddenly, there's a knock on the door. The principal enters, accompanied by a blonde woman around 35 years old, dressed in jeans, a green sweater, and white sneakers. The principal speaks first. Hello, everyone. I'm delighted to introduce you to Miss Kate Johnson, who's a geneticist working on rare disease. We are really delighted to welcome her to our school today. I hope you will be well-behaved and attentive. Thank you, ma'am, for coming. 
please, if you don't mind, my title is Dr. Kate Johnson, she replies, not ma'am. Joey, seated in the first row, raises his hand and without waiting for permission asks, does that mean you're a real doctor? Yes, I'm a real one, she replies confidently. The principal leaves the classroom with his last welcome remarks for Dr. Johnson. Dr. Johnson then sets up her presentation while a fellow teacher sits at the back of the classroom, and this is to ensure that the usual disruptive students do not try and disturb the lecture too much. For a little less than an hour, Dr. Johnson explains DNA's secrets, that DNA is a very long spiral common to all living species, serving as a library containing all vital information to make life possible, such as how to grow, see, hear, do activities. However, when information in the heart of DNA contains an error, it can disrupt an organ, muscles, or even eyes and trigger a disease. Fortunately, these diseases are not frequent. This is why they are called rare diseases. However, they can be very different from each other. And indeed, if the information is important to the eyes, the person will have eyesight problems. Or if a problem is related to muscles, it will be difficult to walk or perhaps hold things. You know, you get the gist. At the end of her presentation, Dr. Johnson also explains how she tries to cure some of these diseases by correcting errors in DNA. Her presentation ends with the whole class in applause. Do you have any questions for Dr. Johnson? Asks the teacher seated in the back. A few hands go up, of course, including Jonas's. The teacher calls on Jonas. Thank you very much, doctor, for your lecture. I have a lot of questions for you. First of all, what's the point of DNA? Why does it look like a helix or vortex? Also, couldn't we invent something like an eraser to rectify this DNA? You know, with a white part to correct the error and a blue part to rewrite over it? Could we also give our DNA to a patient in order to help them recover? What an incredible imagination, Jonas. That's actually what I'm trying to do. You know, come see me at the end of class if you'd like to learn more. It's finally playtime. Nothing is better than being able to go crazy after staying focused for so long. All the pupils run out of the classroom, except for Jonas, who remains seated at his desk. Dr. Johnson takes a book from her backpack and walks over. Here, Jonas, this is for you. It's an old DNA book that was given to me when I was, like you, in the fifth grade. It's a bit odd, but you will find all the answers to your questions and perhaps even more. Thank you so much, Dr. Johnson. That's very kind of you. Jonas grabs the book with intent, lingering on the cover page. The cover is red with a very strange design. There's a very large spiral made up of two fine strands of DNA which twist around each other. The spiral tightens up upon itself as it approaches the center. This provides a dizzying impression. Underneath this image appears its title, The DNA Vortex. Don't open it right away, Jonas. It's a book that you're meant to read before going right to sleep. Jonas seems amazed. She stares at him for a long moment, looking thoughtful. Enjoy reading it, Jonas. And one of these days, don't hesitate to share with me your thoughts. I'll see you soon. Jonas places the book carefully in his school bag, says his goodbyes to Dr. Johnson, and leaves to join his friends in the playground.
His day ends on an easy note between literature, history, and PE. And at the end of the day, Jonas finds Alice in front of the school gate, where they join their father together, who is waiting patiently for them outside. Once safely inside, their father turns on the car and asks them, So, how was your day? Jonas wants to answer first, but was quickly interrupted by Alice. My day went well. I got an A-plus in writing, an A-plus in math, and another A-plus in literature. I played hopscotch with some of my friends, but it was so boring. I preferred to join some of the boys playing soccer. You know, soccer isn't very interesting, but it's still more difficult than hopscotch. (laughs) Did you score a goal? Asks her father, looking amused. What for? The best part of soccer is trying to steal the ball from others. (laughs) They both laugh at Alice's comments. (laughs) (laughs) And you, my big boy, did your lesson go well? Yeah, it was super cool. I learned a lot of things. You know, I learned what DNA is, what it's used for, how DNA affects the body when there are mistakes. But the strangest thing was at the end of the lesson when I bombarded her with tons of questions. That's not strange. You always ask a million questions, his father interrupts. Well, as usual, yeah, but you see, she vaguely answered my questions And instead of going into detail, she just gave me a book. She told me that this book will provide me with all the answers to my questions. Hmm. Yeah, that's a bit odd. But at the same time, very kind of her, answers his father. As soon as they arrive home, everyone has a snack before moving on to homework. The evening is spent together. After dinner, the kids put on their pajamas and brush their teeth. Alice's parents tuck her in first with a story. Then they move on to Jonas's bedroom, who's already in bed, waiting patiently, ready to discover the DNA vortex given to him by Dr. Johnson. Good night, Jonas. Don't stay up too late reading. You have school tomorrow, son. Don't worry, Mom. Good night. Good night, my darling, says his parents simultaneously. The door closes behind him, and Jonas turns on his bedside lamp. So, what is so special about this book? Jonas asks himself. Jonas takes the book and opens it. On the front page, there's an indication marked, Important to read before beginning. Focusing in on the text, and even before starting to read his first word, a voice echoes in his head, Welcome to the DNA Vortex, young adventurer. I am Dr. Watson. Please allow me to warn you before I continue. As you know, DNA is this long, long molecule lodged in every cell of every living species on the planet and holds thousands and thousands of secrets. I myself have tried to find some of them. DNA contains a lot of information and you can easily get lost in it. So beware. However, this book is the first step towards becoming perhaps one day a great scientist a great explorer of genetics' mysteries. Remember that people, generally children who are affected by rare disease because of a mistake in their DNA, are counting on us. Are you ready, Jonas? Whoa! How does he know my name? Surprised and intrigued, Jonas turns the first page. A large drawing of a DNA strand covers the first two pages of the book. Suddenly, 
Jonas feels like the spiral is moving and pulling him into its center. The pull becomes stronger and stronger. His eyelids start to feel heavy, very heavy. Jonas feels more and more pulled in and strangely, more and more sleepy. Jonas's eyelids close and he falls asleep, sitting on his bed with the lights still on. When he opens his eyes, Jonas is literally falling into a spiral. But this time, it's no longer a spiral, but a huge whirlpool made up of lots of DNA strands. He's not that scared, but his fall seems to be never-ending. Suddenly, under his feet, a luminous halo appears, and Jonas becomes sucked into it. What the heck is this thing? Jonas passes through the halo until he completely disappears from the DNA vortex. Don't miss the next episode of Jonas Adventures. Thank you to everyone for listening to this first episode of The Adventures of Jonas, a podcast series for all children, and of course, everyone who still thinks they're a child. In the next episode, we will continue to follow Jonas on his road to discovery. If you like this episode and story, please share your feedback on the podcast app or on social media. This, of course, helps us to gain visibility, and we thank you very much for this. Again, a big thank you to you for your support and listening. Have a great day and see you next time.